from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. What a difference a day makes. It's Tuesday, and man, it feels like fall, maybe in a little winter out there this morning. So anyway, welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in sports. It's a... Uh, we get ready to uh, to talk sports for the next couple of hours here on ESPN Central Texas. Get it get it to you live and local, just the way you like it. And remember, if you miss something on the program, you can always go to SyntexSportsFan.com. We'll have it there in a podcast for you. So uh, let's go around the horn. Say uh, say good morning, uh, Ward. How are we this morning? Good. Ryan, how you doing? Doing well. How are you, Tom? I'm terrific. Ready to go. Anybody get any rain? A little bit. <laughs> a plethora. You didn't get a plethora of rain, did you? In Whitney, Texas, we did. You got a lot of rain. Plethora. It was flooding. My yard was flooding. Huh. I don't believe we quite had that much rain here in the old uh, Greater Waco area. Did you, Ward? Did you have flooding? No. Nor did I. No. Uh, rain good, but not enough. It, well, it rained good at my house as well. But it uh, it moved through so quickly. Mm-hmm. That was the issue. I mean, it uh, and that was last night. I mean, and during the day, it was just spit and sputter, spit and sputter. I, I wish we would have been able to get. Now, look, to the south of us, our friends in Bell County and in Milam County and down in that, that area, it was a bumpy night for them uh, with two or three tornadoes uh, that were spotted by by radar. So... Yeah, they they had a much more difficult night than us here in in the uh, central part of the of the area, McLennan County, and I'm not sure about Hill County. I don't think uh, Hill County got uh, severe weather, did they? I don't think so. It, I mean, I guess just where I was in the country, it rained pretty bad. Like like it was here, it didn't last very long though. So, but it came down hard. But no tornadic activity or anything no. like that. No, no. But they certainly did. Uh, to the south of us, um, mm-hmm. it was it was bumpy for those folks. So, hope everybody came through okay. But uh, we did get some rain, and, and right now, guys, some rain is better than nothing. As we are, we are desperate for uh, for precipitation. We are w- way behind for the yearly count, and yeah, we're we're going to finish way behind for the yearly count. It's just that's just the way it is. So. Uh, but we could anything we can get right now, we will take. Seven oh three. Uh did you uh did you watch the the NFL game, Ward? Yes. Bears, New England. Mm-hmm. Was it more about the Bears or was it more about New England? More about two bad football teams. So they were both bad, but New England was more bad, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah, you, if you will. <laughs> that was two bad football teams going at it last wow. night. Not surprising with, with Chicago. But you just, and I know that there's changes and things evolve and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But you, it's still just, it's hard to fathom 
that New England is a three and four football team. But they are. <laughs> they they are. certainly are. Yep. But they're still in first place, I think, <laughs> in the AFC East. I was up. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I just want to pass this along. You, Ryan, this won't ring a bell for you, but for Ward, we, he and I will, will certainly get a little giggle about it because, you know, I wasn't exactly, you know, driving around and, and working or anything like that when this occurred, but I've heard the stories. It's today in history, in 1964, that Jim Marshall from the Purple People Eaters, that's the Minnesota Vikings, runs 66 yards in the wrong direction for a safety. I actually have seen that clip. And wrong he, way, Jim. Yeah. That was a, it was a fumble recovery, right? And then he, he ran it the opposite direction in the end zone. Then he threw it out of the back of the end zone in celebration, but it was a safety. For the other team, yep. two points. So yep. that happened on this date, 1966. So there you go. Uh, let's see. What, what else did I, I, I want to I ask a question. I was looking at the standings this morning in the, uh, in the NFL. And what do we get? We get seven teams from each conference now make the playoffs. You have four division winners and then three wildcard teams, and, and then they're seeded with the number one team in the, in, the, in the conference getting a bye. I was, I was just wondering, would it make more sense to take the top seven teams from the conference no matter what? division they're in and no matter what the standings are for example and if you went today all three of the teams in nfc east would be in the playoffs and washington the fourth place team in the nfc east might depending on mathematics might be in the playoffs you might have every team in the nfc east in the playoffs because right now the nfc east is better than everybody else aren't we looking for the best teams I, I don't like that idea. I, I like the idea of you have to you have to be good enough to win your conference to and, and be in the hunt for your conference to get into the playoffs. I, I like that. I like having the conference mean something. You talking about the division winners? Yeah, the division. But you may have a division winner that's under five hundred. Yeah, well. I still like it the way it is. And then you may have a team that's well above 500 that may not make it. Mm -hmm. That just luck of the draw, what division you're in. Mm. That's why I, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I just looking at this, you know, Philadelphia six and oh, Giants six and one Cowboys five and two Washington three and four. And then nobody else. I mean, look, the division leader in the NFC South is three and four. And that's a tie, by the way, Tampa and Atlanta. In the NFC West, the leader is four and three. That's Seattle. The winner and the uh, the leader in the NFC North is Minnesota at five and one, but then Green Bay is the second place team at three and four. Mm-hmm. There's several three and fours right now. I was just thinking, what would be wrong with saying, okay, once the season ends? We take the top seven teams out of the out of the NFC 
and then the top seven teams out of the AFC. But you you don't want that. You like the division. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the division meaning something. It's just, I just hope a really good football team doesn't sit at home just because of geographic location and what division they're in. But so be it, I guess. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Would you... Uh, are you, are you a big proponent of the division? And I always have been as well, but if you're going to have teams that are this, and I'm not saying that it was it won't work itself out. we got a long way to go. But I was just looking at it today and going, wow, the East is pretty good and everybody else is eh. Yeah, because, I mean, to your point, the Cowboys are 5-2, and two, but they're third place in the division. And then there's other divisions where a 3-4 and four team is tied for first place or sitting at first place. I mean, I don't know. I... I, I like the idea of having, you know, seven of the top teams playing in the playoffs. I like that idea, but Ward's got a good point about, you know, because that would take the meaning away from a divisional championship because you could have a divisional champion at 500 and just not make the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I'll have to go with Ward on this one. I think if you win your division, you should have a, a playoff spot. To Ward's point in the AFC, it works. It would work. I mean, because right now, just looking at the AFC, Kansas City's at five and two, Chargers are at four and three. Uh, in the East, Buffalo's at five and one, Jets at five and two. In the South, Tennessee's at four and two. Uh, in the North, uh, Baltimore's at four and three. So it it, it really does kind of work itself out in the AFC right now. But in the in the NFC, man, it is it's it's woeful. And haven't we had a sub-500 team make the playoffs uh, as a division winner? I think we have. Probably so. I don't remember, but I I would imagine it's happened. I thought we had, like, when it was a 16-game schedule, I think we had a 7-9 and nine team actually win a division. I, I, I can't remember, but I'm almost positive we've had we've had that happen. So, anyway, I was just thinking about that today was I, as I was looking at the um, – at the um, at the standings in the NFL after the uh, Bears win over New England, 33-14. to 14. So you're not concerned at all about the Bears coming to to the to, to Dallas this weekend? They're a bad football team. I, I know. I Dallas, it should be a little bit like the Lions. I just don't think the Bears are very good. Chicago currently at 3-4 and four in the north. Only the Minnesota Vikings are above 500 in the North. The last team with a losing record to make the playoffs was the COVID season, Washington at seven and nine, and before that was 2014 Carolina when they went seven, eight, and one. So it's it's happened a couple times recently. So there you go. So you can be a you can be a below 500 football team and make the playoffs if you happen to land in the right division. All right, seven ten uh, coming up this morning. We will uh, we'll hear from Joy McGuire. He's the head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Get his thoughts on uh, on the Bears and, and Tech coming up Saturday night at 6.30. Tell me something. Why do they call it the Jones and not Jones Stadium? I, I know it's a it, – technically it's Jones Stadium, but there's a lot of, um, lot of folks that say the Jones. It's just a moniker that's been picked up. Term of endearment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard I heard that about ten times yesterday, and I'm like, hang on a second. Uh, starting to research the uh, Bears in Texas Tech. Shayhan, it, it officially is Jones AT and T Stadium, right? Got to get it, that. It never was 
back in the day, it was just always Jones Stadium. Right. And so, but now you just kind of picked the, up the Jones. <laughs> you got you got to get that corporate sponsorship in there. Uh, Shayhan Jayaraji coming up at the bottom of the hour today, and uh, let's and Jared Sandler's going to be here. He's going to talk about the the new hire for the Rangers. Oh, by the way, the Rangers have a manager. How about that? Mm-hmm. Did you like the hire? Yeah, I think it's a good one. I do too. I do too. This we'll guy. See. Well, I mean, if you're looking for a guy that's had success, look no further than Bruce Bochy. What's he got? Three World Series rings. Yep. Uh heck of a manager with the San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that's headed for the Hall of Fame. You can write that in your book, right? Uh, Can't do anything without players. No, you're right. And I'm hoping. I'm hoping, and we'll talk to Jared about this. I'm hoping that when he makes his hires for his staff, that there may be a guy, maybe his bench coach or something to that effect, that uh, that can you know that will have the notepad out and the pencil out, taking some notes and and kind of grooming maybe the next the next guy. Uh, Bochi signed a three year deal. There's no telling how long he's going to be here, but let's just say it's three years. Wouldn't it be great that he kind of gets the next guy ready in the process? May happen, may not happen. We'll talk to, to Jared about that. And we'll also get his his thoughts on on the uh, World Series coming up on Friday, Philadelphia, and the fight in Houston. So we'll uh, we'll do that coming up at around 8.30 this morning. So we're off and running. It is 7.13. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. There's uh, more cowboy conversation coming up in a couple of minutes and we will also get into some Baylor and Texas Tech. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders this Saturday in Big 12 play. 4.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 6.30 kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play all season long. Bears, Red Raiders, Saturday from Jones AT&T Stadium in Lubbock. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween costume contest with up to a $1,000 gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Texas Truck Love. Seven eighteen. It's eighteen minutes after seven o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up Sunday, it's the Cowboys and the Bears, and. Or the uh, Cowboys are going to be without Jordan Lewis for the remainder of the season. That's, yeah, that's unfortunate. That's a tough, tough pill because he was playing pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Playing very well. So now you got to find an, a new DB to to fill those shoes. Uh, foot injury. And, and look, I, I looked over it about seven times, and <laughs> I, I understand the injury. I just can't pronounce the injury. So we're going with foot injury. <laughs> Have you read it? Mm-hmm. The the can you pronounce it? Mm-mm. Okay, good. So we're just going to say he's got a foot injury, and 
he is out for the season. And and that's very unfortunate because again, you know, heck he entered he uh he got an interception. That's how he injured his foot intercepting the football uh Sunday. So Jordan Lewis will be out uh for the remainder of the season. So the, what? You're shaking your head. I was gonna see if I could pronounce it correctly, but I don't think I will so be. So we're all for three? Okay. I can give it a shot. Well, go for it. Linz Frank. Excuse me? That's probably not right. <laughs> we have to get a doctor. Anybody know a doctor that we can get on and foot doctor or something? Tell us how to pronounce that. Anyway. All right. Uh, coming up Saturday, it's the, the Bears and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Both of these teams at four and three. Both of these teams at two and two in the conference. Oh, by the way, their coaching staffs have met. Uh, this is an interesting matchup ward for a million reasons. But, you know, and we were talking about this yesterday uh, at the Baylor press conference. At the end of the day, you got to go play the game. It, it it's, can't be about you knowing my personnel, me knowing your personnel. At the end of the day, it's a four-quarter football game, and you got to go play. I mean, if – if and, and again, you could – I know these staffs know each other, and I, I don't know that one has an advantage over the other from that perspective, but, you know, you, at the end of the day, this is this is going to be an important football game for both of these teams, quite frankly. Very important. And, you know, I for the Red Raiders, it's one that you, you have at home, so you have to protect your house. For the Bears, you, you've – You've got to be able to steal some on the road if you want to get to where you're going. And this is one that you have to go in and and get a road win if you want to continue down the path and have a chance to to end up where you want to be at the end of the season. So this is a big one. Yeah. I mean and I I think that is as well said. I mean, from from the Red Raiders perspective, you're at the Jones. Uh so you know, and it's a night game and <laughs> the place will be rocking. There's no question. Sold out, I think. It is sold out. It sold out two weeks ago. Yeah. And, and then on the flip side, you know, you're the Bears. You you had a chance to to go win one in Morgantown, and, and you let it get away. You got to find a way to win on the road in this conference. You did it last year. Uh, so it's doable. Yeah, but it was different games last year. Oh, there's year. no question. Yeah. The, the home and the road, yeah, they were very different. Very different, but if but I'm like you. I mean, if if but you, you got to get it done, at, no matter who your opponent and is, and I don't care where you're playing. At some at some point, it's about winning football games, and you're at a point in the season where you got to go win football games. Now, both coaches met with the media, and, and we're going to have a a one on one with Dave Aranda coming up uh, a little later on this morning around seven forty five. Uh, I, I go one on one with Coach Aranda, but uh, it was the uh, weekly press conference for for Joey McGuire, and he talked about, and this is, I think, a difficult thing to do is prepare for all of this, but he talked about three quarterbacks in the Red Raider program. You know, I think it allows uh, you to continually be even more aggressive, um, you know, because uh, whoever's in there, we know they're going to be able to get the job done, um, you know, and I think uh, they drive each other. I, I promise you when we go to practice tomorrow, Tyler Shuck will have a chip on his shoulder you know, of not being able to play. Um, so he'll bring even more intensity to that, that room, 
and that's good you know i mean uh we're not they're they're going against each other but in a different way it's not like an offensive defense sharp iron sharpens iron you know but i think there's a level of prep preparation and competition um in this program that that helps guys stay focused and i i definitely think they'll be focused and ready to go how many quarterbacks will he play saturday well it depends on i i think it's going to be situational he's going to have if Tyler Shuck can go, and we don't know if that he can or not, uh, he was on schedule to go last week, but he didn't play a snap. So I, I don't know. It, I think it's it's right now a situational deal for the Red Raiders. How who's the better runner of the three? <sighs> Would it be the freshman out of Eastland? No, no, I don't think so. I I don't know that. I think they're pretty even in in the running game, and I don't I don't know that they want to incorporate running their quarterback a whole lot anyway. I'm just curious. Uh, Dave Aranda did talk about a you know because I asked him about the the three headed monster, and he was you know he said you know they all have different skill sets. So, uh, I mean, I think that there's situational things that look you you had. The sophomore come in last week mm-hmm. and throw four passes. He was four for four with a touchdown. So talking that, about Donovan Smith, yeah, Smith. And so you, that tells me it's situational things that they're doing. They have certain packages that hey, at this situation we're going to bring in A, and in in, in this situation we're going to bring in B. And he may look he if if Tyler's ready, he may play all three of them and and just see. You know which one takes command. It would not surprise me one bit if he does. No. I mean, listening to that clip right there, I don't know if that's uh, bulletin board material. Say, so, hey, look, they got three guys. You know, we got three guys. You better prepare for three guys. You know, and I or or you know, is he is he just kind of putting that out there for that purpose, or does he really intend to play? You know, the freshman Morton, sophomore Smith, and senior Chuck. Would you be surprised if all three played? No. Me neither. Me nope. neither. It could happen. Uh, and, and look, he's he's proved that they're going to be very multiple with personnel anyway. I mean, you, you look at the running back situation and Brooks and Thompson and all those guys uh, and start looking at the number of carries and the games played and all that stuff. It's There's a lot of personnel war that you have to prepare for when you play Texas Tech because he plays a lot of people. He does. And... I don't I, – again, I think that's trying to figure out what you got in, in first-year coaching more than anything else. I don't think it's out of just absolute necessity. And it may be. It may be just performance-graded that they're in that situation. But it's also, you know, who's going to get underneath the lights and play? Mm-hmm. And the only way you're going to find that out, especially in your first year, is throw them out there and, and let them go at it. See who has the hot hand? Well, to see who has who who can who can perform underneath the lights. Yeah. I mean, there's certain people that practice really good, but on Friday or Saturday when the lights are on, they're not so good. And then there's vice versa. There's some guys that don't practice very good at all, but you put them underneath the lights and they're gamers. You just you, and the only way you're going to find that out is by rolling them out there. 
All right, uh, we're going to get to Shahan here in just a second, but one of the things, we just had a brief conversation. I think we talked a little bit about it yesterday when it comes to the Big 12. With the depth of this league, do you see somebody, and right now it's TCU's the only one that's got the chance, do you see TCU running the table and going undefeated in this conference? I would like to say yes. I really would. Because I, you know, I like Coach Dykes and and I like Coach Gillespie. I'd like to see somebody from this conference put their will on, but I just, boy, I think it's difficult. I mean, I think there's this is a good league. Yeah, I think there's a couple of hurdles in front of them. Now, if they clear those hurdles, that's that's going to be pretty impressive. Yeah, it's so, already impressive what they've done. Yeah, first year. Yeah. Moving across moving across the Metroplex from SMU to TCU? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you this, and then we're going to get to the break. If TCU goes undefeated in the regular season, gets to AT&T Stadium for the Big 12 championship, wins that game, goes to 13-0, and are they in the top four? Depends on who's in front of them and who's hovering around them. I mean, if... Well, you know if who the George, if suspects is, are. If Georgia's undefeated, Clemson's undefeated, and Michigan's undefeated, and... Ohio State? Ohio State's undefeated. No way. No chance to pass these guys. Nope. No respect for this league. They don't get in. If there's a one-loss team out of those four, they probably still don't get in. Wow. I, see, I'm not going to argue with you because it hasn't happened before. In this league, yeah, I hope they prove me wrong. I just don't. Th- but I think I there's two teams in this league that go get in through a season believing that, that that's that you don't have that chance. You we've got to get to twelve teams tomorrow. It's ridiculous. Oh, I, it's ridiculous. Yeah, get in a room and figure it out. All right, seven twenty nine. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Shahan Jayaraja is coming up in a couple of minutes. But right now, it is time for the Cowboy Update. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Richard Carr, check him out today at uh, richardcarr.com. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The defense records five takeaways in their 24-6 home win over the Lions. You'll hear from Trayvon Diggs, who had one of the interceptions, right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. 
The Cowboys got the home win over the Lions yesterday, 24-6, but the score's misleading. The Dallas offense struggled, managing only three first-half points, but the defense recorded five takeaways in the second half, setting up two Zeke Elliott touchdown runs and a Dak Prescott touchdown pass to tight end Peyton Hendershot. It was Trayvon Diggs who got the takeaway party started early in the third quarter with a key interception. I feel like it was one of those moments. I feel like we could have, you know, stepped on the gas a little bit more in the first half. But, you know, we did it. We got it done. Dallas also forced a fumble at the one-yard line, denying the Lions a chance to take the lead early in the fourth quarter. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with good feet arch supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part, it's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce tip-off launching is today, beginning at 11.30 at the Baylor Club. The men's and women's basketball coaches from both Baylor and MCC will preview their season, and Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark will be the featured speaker. New England took a 14-10 second quarter lead, but Chicago scored the next 23 points to beat the Patriots 33-14 on Monday Night Football. The Colts have named former Longhorn quarterback Sam Elliger their starter for the rest of the season after an injury to Matt Ryan. Two Texas teams in action last night. The Rockets picked up their first win at home 114-108 over Utah, while the Spurs beat Minnesota on the road 115-106. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7:34. Welcome back in. This is game time. It is a Tuesday morning. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. 
And we're going back to the phones, and we're going to say good morning to Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, good morning, and, and let's begin in the Big 12. We were having a conversation about uh, about this league and the depth of this league this year. The TCU Horned Frogs, can you see the Frogs going undefeated in this league with, with, the, with the parity that is in this league top to bottom? Undefeated would be pretty tough. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just such a deep league, like you mentioned. And, uh, you know, I mean, they still have a bunch of tough games ahead. But at the same time, you know, they've beaten four straight teams in the AP Top 25. They've managed to come back from double-digit deficits in the last two games. You know, it, it feels, uh, if I didn't know any better, I'd almost compare it to like an Auburn situation where it just feels like a little bit of a team of destiny. But I think that TCU is in great shape to make the Big 12 championship game. Going undefeated, though, I think it's going to be pretty tough. I think that depth issues might kind of start to to rear their ugly head a little bit as the season goes on because this still is a first-year roster for Sunny Dyke. Uh, and so I think that by the time that we get to the end of the year, they probably have at least one loss. If they don't, if they find their way to AT&T undefeated and find a way to win that game, beating somebody a second time, where do you see them – in in the in the playoff conversation, if they're thirteen and zero, and winners of this conference, I mean, I think that they are probably they they could be as high as the the two or three seed. I mean, it depends on who exactly has losses. Uh, you know, I think that I, I think that with the way things are looking right now, I'd assume that Ohio State is probably undefeated. Though I, the the Michigan game is going to be really interesting and telling. Uh, you know, Tennessee and Georgia probably going to work themselves out and i think that i think that whoever wins that game is probably ranked ahead of tcu and he's probably next you know if they were to go 13 and 0 i think that they're probably looking at something like number three because of the schedule that they would have had uh you know the one thing that i'll say is that the you know probably the advanced numbers probably don't love them quite as much as some other things because you know you look at these past two games it wasn't super dominant performances and you know tcu was the beneficiary of a lot of kind of you know, they obviously injury luck. They, they uh, you know, in the Oklahoma State game, they had some great non-offensive plays. So, like, maybe the analytic systems don't love them as much. So maybe it is, you know, again, maybe it is something like a number three. But I think that to be number two or number three heading into the college football playoff would obviously be incredible. What's the biggest surprise in college football for you this season so far? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's obviously so many this year. It's been such a weird year in so many ways. Uh, I mean, I think that Tennessee getting to this level has to be really high on that list. Uh, you know, I, I thought that when Josh Heupel took this job, that they were going to be able to turn things around pretty quickly. But by turn things around, I thought that meant get to eight or nine wins about, uh, you know, Tennessee so far this season has been one of the best teams in the entire country. They're, you know, a legitimate top three team. They are probably the favorite right now in some ways to to make it to the college football playoff. I, I could have never seen that coming heading into the year. I thought that this was going to be a very nice eight and four team, and they've obviously exceeded expectations in a huge, huge way. Uh, I know that obviously they've lost a couple games in a row now too, but you know, Kansas getting the five wins to start the season was pretty incredible. I, I mean, again, same sort of deal. I felt really good about them having a chance to maybe win four games, and I thought that would be a tremendous amount of progress. But to be at five wins already. 
to sit at five and three. And also, by the way, you know, they, they didn't lose a game with uh, Jill and Daniels playing an entire game. So, you know, hopefully we get to see a little bit more of him as we get into November and hopefully they're able to get that sixth win and, and go to a bowl game for the first time since 2008. So, you know, those would be two of the, the first ones that come up. I also think that just seeing, you know, the, the two programs that I think come to mind are Miami and Texas A&M, just to see how much they've struggled this year. I don't think I could have expected that uh, coming, right? You know, I, I didn't think that Texas A&M was going to have a chance to, to be one of the best teams in the SEC. I thought that this was a little bit of a transition year for them, but they have been miserable. I, I mean, they are three and four right now. They haven't looked competitive in most of their SEC games. I, I mean, this is just a bottoming out that I could not have seen coming heading into the year. You mentioned the Aggies. Uh, is there another program that you, you did have high expectations for that simply for whatever reason hasn't lived up to those expectations? Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, same sort of deal. I thought that Oklahoma would be probably a top two team in the Big 12. I thought that, it, you know, I, I didn't think they were going to be uh, the favorites by any means, but to kind of see them come out and struggle the way that they have has been a little surprising. Obviously losing games against Kansas State and TCU to this point, um, you know, that that's surprising to me. I, I think also just looking Again, to, to go back to Miami, you know, Miami is, again, a team that I thought maybe had a chance to be a top 20 type team in Mario Cristobal's first year. There's there's a lot of players back from last year on this roster. They brought in 11 transfers. Uh, they're going to try to tell you that, that this was a rebuilding situation, but that's certainly not how they approach things whenever they came into the year. So, you know, for me, I think that I'm surprised just how bad things have been at Miami. And, and you know, look, they, they turned the ball over eight times last week in a 45-24 loss against Duke. And I don't care what year coach you are, that is unacceptable. That is just totally, totally bizarre. And, and you know, the sort of thing that you're not used to seeing. It was the worst loss that Miami has ever had against Duke. And it, you can't just sit here and say that Duke's a juggernaut that you should lose to. I mean, this is also a program in a year one of a rebuild. So, you know, for me, I think that Miami has just been a total abomination in a lot of ways. What is the best conference out there right now? I mean, the SEC is the best conference, I think, still right now. But it's a lot more competitive, I think, than it has been. And you look at a lot of these analytic systems that kind of average out the, the you know, sort of best conferences. I mean, the Big 12 is really competitive uh, just because, you know, you have 10 teams that, that are, are all really good, that all have a chance to make a bowl game, depending on how things go. You know, everybody talks about it, but this league is really true. Anybody can be anybody in any given week in the Big 12. I and mean, we saw that with West Virginia beating Baylor. And I still think Baylor's a much better team than West Virginia. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that right now the SEC and the Big 12 are probably the leagues that kind of stand apart as being the best conferences right now. You know, the Big Ten's been a little bit of a disaster past that top two of, of Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, the Big Ten West just is, is embarrassing, you know, to use that word again. Um, you know, the ACC, they, they have some teams kind of in that 20 to 30 range, but very, very few in that top 20 range. Uh, you know, the Pac-12 has been pretty impressive, actually. I think that Oregon, UCLA, USC, uh, you know, it's a real solid group. But, you know, for me right now, I mean, the SEC is number one right now, but I think Big 12 is number two. You you mentioned Baylor a minute ago. Uh, With with the win over Kansas to get to four and three and two and two in the league, what are your expectations for these final five games uh, for, for this football team? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that they should be competitive in all of them. I, I think that, you know, if you're Baylor right now, you're kicking yourself over that West Virginia loss because, you know, even with the loss to Oklahoma State, I felt like Baylor had a really good chance to kind of come out and be competitive for the league. And, you know, look, two losses isn't, it isn't over by any means, but it makes things a lot more difficult, especially, especially since you've already played, you know, Iowa State and, and uh, West Virginia, who are probably the two worst teams in the league this year. So I think that, uh, you know, for them to go through, I think that you want them to be competitive in every single game. I think you want them to, to pull some upsets. I think you want them to, uh, to show that they're sort of of the caliber of everybody else. And, um, you know, so I, I think that for me, I think it would feel real good if they were able to go through and go like four and one in the rest of the game. It's a difficult place though. I mean, you know, they still have to play Kansas state. They still have to play TCU. Who's really good this year. They still have to play Texas, but if you're able to go three and two, four and one, you know, finish strong at the end of the year, make a decent bowl game, win that bowl game. Um, you know, I think that people still feel really good about what Baylor can be long-term. Who made at, at this point in the season with, with what you're looking at, who made the best coaching move in the off season? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So I mean, I think that I think that you have to go to USC and Lincoln Riley, right? I mean, they of course did lose their last game thanks to a sort of a miracle drive by Utah, but that's what it took to to beat this team. You know, they're already coming from four and eight to really being competitive for the Pac-12 at this point. So I, I think that that Lincoln Riley, you know, it's it's an obvious answer, but it's a very good answer. Uh, you know, and, and then I think that you also have to look at Sonny Dykes at TCU. The funny thing about Sonny Dykes is that they went out and they hired quite literally the opposite coach of what they've had for the past 20 years. You know, they, you go from a defensive coach to offensive coach. You go from kind of a, a you know, a, a drill sergeant type coach to being a, it's kind of having an easygoing coach who really wants to embrace players and embrace uh, you know, branding and things like that. And I think that it's just been such a breath of fresh air for that program, uh, such a breath of fresh air for everybody in that room as well. Uh, you know, you, you just kind of go to campus and you see how much looser everybody acts, how, you know, how much more free everybody acts. Um, and, and so I think that that Sunny Dykes has really been a revelation over at TCU. So those would be the first two that come to mind, Lincoln Riley and Sunny Dykes. Where's Houston right now? Uh, four and three, two and one in in the conference. Uh, where's their program right now? Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, look, it's going to be hard to kind of get over the expectations that we had for this team heading into the season. We thought that this could be potentially the best team in the AAC, and they certainly don't look like that right now. But you know, I, I think that they're sort of you know, they're an above average AAC team. They have a chance to be really competitive, um, you know, but I think that another thing that you have to be a little worried about is that there could be some attrition as you head into big 12 play, right? Like the hope was always going to be that Dana Holgerson would be able to have a really special team in 2022 and then kind of come into 2023 on a high. Well, you know, I, and, and I'll even point to BYU kind of being in a similar situation with that, you know, after losing a couple of games, you know, but, but all of a sudden, you know, you're in a position where, that you know you're struggling where you're just kind of again a, an above average team uh, I, I don't think that's going to cut it the same way heading into big 12 play and I think that it really feels like a missed opportunity now uh, for them to kind of have lost this season the way that they have all right uh, Shehan, what are you working on for cbssports.com right now 
Yeah, uh, just doing our picks for this week. I've got my upset picks coming out later this week. And, and of course, I'll be doing the College Football Survivor Show as well. So just a, just a standard week this week. We're going to take it easy. All right, perfect. Hey, Shehan, thank you so much. Uh, enjoyed it and appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. That's Shehan J. Raja, CBSSports.com. 746, coming up next, we talk with Dave Aranda. And uh, we do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas, where it's 51 degrees and a uh, a windshield of 46. So you may want to grab a jacket as you head out the door. All right, this is Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Brian Haney, our guest, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. You had a chance to have a, a fantastic call for the national championship clinching moment in the previous April, the April of, of 2021. And so, of course, who do I call? On the Sunday night before our Monday championship game at North Carolina, I called JMO. And as one of my great friends in the industry, he gave me tremendous advice. John Moores, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Attention sports fans, copies of the basketball schedules are now available. Please patronize the following businesses to get your copy. Superman Electric, Viper Investigation, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, CBO Plus USA, Waco Streak Airport Shuttle, Texas Legacy Custom Homes, Chapman's Bail Bonds, Barrett's Italian Restaurant, Happy Hounds Aquatic and Daycare Center, and Hot Works Waco. This announcement is paid for and brought to you by Prestige Marketing, LLC. My house has a With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity— Driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com slash steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. 
At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. Game Time on ESPN Central Texas Tuesday morning. We're joined now by Coach Dave Aranda. Coach, your team has goals. They're very much attainable. If you get to where you want to go, how will you look back on this Kansas victory? That's a good question. I, th- I think the, the glimpse into what we could become, you know, I, you look at that first half and then the fourth quarter, I guess, and you compare and contrast with the third quarter, and uh, you've got, you know, this is what could happen when we're all working together, complementary football and effort and edge and energy and execution and all of it, and then this is what happens when you don't, and so... I think, you know, for us, this particular week gives us a great, um, you know, platform to um, to learn from and to apply the lessons and try to get better from here on. You talk a lot about complimentary football in the first half. Uh, you had offense, defense, your special teams played very, very well. And obviously you have time of possession in your favor. How do you take that and translate it into four quarters? Yeah, I think, you know, for for us it would be, you know, um, you know, hard things, easy life, easy things, um, hard life, you know, and so like like today it would be you know, starting the day six a.m. I'm gonna make sure that I'm early for my lift. I'm gonna make sure that I check in with my learning specialist. I'm gonna make sure I I eat what I'm supposed to eat at breakfast. I make sure I'm sit, I'm early for class. I'm sitting in the front row. You know, I don't have any glass sunglasses on. My earphones aren't on. I'm taking notes. I'm gonna make sure that you know I get um, um, early for um, um, our meetings today. And I'm taking notes. I'm asking coach questions all of those things within there's like a hundred things and it all comes down to like here's something i know that i'm supposed to do i don't want to do it can i make myself do it right or here's something that i know i'm 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 not supposed to, i'm not supposed to do all right can you keep yourself from it and so it's like 
those choices daily builds up a discipline that when you get to Saturday and say, and for this last game, you know, it, it goes good in, you know, the first two quarters and you get to the third quarter, but you've built up a discipline to where I'm still going to look out for the hard thing to do. I'm still going to look for the tough thing to master, right, as opposed to sit back and let it become easy. Because once you pick on easy things, then life becomes hard. And I think that's um, that thing has been kind of talked about and uh, preached on, but has yet to take hold. And so I think that will really have a determining factor in how the rest of this goes for us. We're at the halfway point. Has this team created its identity, in your opinion? I think it's probably starting to right now. You know, I want to say these last, you know, the last three weeks of practices have been our best and have been the most authentic and, and you know, in terms of energy and, and edge and everything. And so um, the execution was really good this past week. And, you know, I think we're really kind of doing that now. And so we'll see. How do you treat the turnover situation? Obviously, you got to talk about it, but you, you also don't want to rein him in, so to speak. And when I say him, we're talking about Blake Shapin, his creativity, his ability to do things outside the pocket. But yet, he's still got to be able to take care of the football. I guess there's a fine line there. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think it's it's finding the the things that he can control within um, you know those 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 turnovers and just being really um really clear on kind of you know what the what the uh, standards are with all of it and so that you know we still want him playing green playing fast and playing free and not getting it to where you know hey reminder here your uh, check in there or oh by the way there's this or don't forget that and I think if you get it to that phase you're cl- you're clearly teaching caution and now you're going to get to where you're playing yellow or kind of in between or slowing down or not sure and so I think being real clear with uh, this is our um, this is the standard this is how we how we operate and then getting you know the foot back on the pedal to go green I think is the key you mentioned uh, in your media meeting with with Richard Reese and with Quaylen for that matter Quaylen Jones that your, your backs are going forward they're when after contact they're falling forward did you see like a light switch come on in the last couple of weeks maybe in practice or, or how did that evolve? I, I think it's just the, the continued um, emphasis on it, and, you know, and what a challenge it's going to be this week with tech and a physical defense and a fast defense and an aggressive one. You know, I'm sure they are going to be working to push piles back and just as much as we're going to be trying to push them forward. And so I think, you know, this was one of the things that's great about the game, you know, is that it really comes down to what's happening right there. And, you know, is it going forward is it going back and then so goes the game and so I think our continued improvement with all of it is going to be a real key does it change you mentioned tech does it change how you do things that you they know you you know them uh there's guys that have been on your staff that are over there now does it change how you approach and how you maybe how you communicate within the football game 
Well, I think prior to this season and just, you know, with the off season knowing that they're there and we're here, you know, you take the you take a real hard look at your systems and you take a hard look at your process and a hard look at your communication and your language uh, signals and everything just to ensure that when you get to the time we're in right now that there's things that if they need to be addressed, they're addressed. If there's things that need to be changed, they're changed uh, so that when you get to this time right now, you can really focus on what's right in front of you of, you know, hey, we're going to work on short yardage goal line and red zone today, you know, Monday. And so let's get good at that and let's do it with the language we've been doing all year because we've addressed it in the offseason. They have played multiple quarterbacks for, for different reasons and they could play as many as three on Saturday. When you look at that, does that change how you prepare for the football game because they may have a different skill set? Yeah, I think there's a there's a runner in particular. So if we were to see that, we'd have to uh, probably flatten out the coverage a little bit and get you know more um, more numbers just to account for quarterback run. But I think outside of that, if it's if it's the other two that are more going to be more passers, then I think there's some similarities, you know. And um, you know the tempo is the first thing that strikes you, and then you know there's there a lot of and go. So there's various amount of screens if you're playing off or you have any space uh, between the DB and the receiver, the ball be thrown out there, and they got tight ends that are pretty big people that are out there blocking uh, for them on screens. And then, you know, uh, they'll get tempo, 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 and then they'll go a screen and go, and they got big plays off of it. And so I think the discipline that comes with uh, attacking all that the right way would probably be the first thing. This may be a real simple question, but here goes. Does this football game, come down to who wins the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football? I think so. I think the you know, for as wide open as they are uh, on offense and um you know, as aggressive as they are on defense with the exotic pressures and and, stunt and blitzes that they run, you know, I think it's still going to come down to that because I think, you know, the um, their ability to run zone read and counter, uh, which we've struggled with counter this this year, you know, particularly you go to the, um, the West Virginia game. And so I think there's going to be things that we have to really tighten up and we can really anchor down on the run game give us a little bit more freedom to attack the throw game you you go back a couple weeks ago when we've struggled with one piece and then it lends to a struggle on another piece and then I mean you're you can't struggle much more than that and so I think our ability to make it try to get it towards one dimensional will be be a big part you you've talked about road games uh, throughout the summer you, you've been on the road with with BYU you've been on the road uh, with with Iowa State and now West Virginia. Are you comfortable with this football team being able to adapt to playing a night game on the road in Lubbock? I, I believe so. I think the you know the expectation um, will be there of not only what it'll be like, but the the standard that we we need to have in order to be successful will be there, so that there'll be an understanding there. But then I also think you know the the internal part of the team to where it's like, hey, you know, here's a hundred choices, and it really comes down to two. Right? Here's something. 
something I know that I need to do, I don't want to do it, can you make yourself do it? And, and you're making those hard choices um, really kind of outweigh home and away and all of it, you know, because it's, it's, it comes down to um, can we continue to, to be at our best and have our standards over any circumstance? And I think the more we push that, the more good things will happen. Coach, thanks. Appreciate your time. Thank you. It's Dave Aranda. Stay with us. There's more of Game Time coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody is covering a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including Baylor football with a homecoming win over the Kansas Jayhawks on Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The when you call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we are less than two weeks away from the start of the Baylor basketball seasons for the men and the women. Today we'll hear from men's head coach Scott Drew on preseason All-Big 12 guard Adam Flagler. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel, luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. This is Walter Abercrombie, Executive Director of the Baylor Bee Association, with a special invitation. 
to join us November the 18th for our 2022 Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor induction banquet. This year's class includes Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Robert Griffin III and Dope Field from Baylor football, Jeremy Alcorn from men's golf, Taylor Barnes Fallon from volleyball, men's basketball standout Tweedy Carter, baseball's Josh Ludy, and Gary Kafer and Quentin Eichelhart Summers from track and field. Also recognized will be former Letterman and decorated Air Force pilots Colonel Tyree Newton and the late Colonel Wilbur Mahaffey as the latest additions to the B Association's Wall of Honor. The induction banquet will be held November the 18th at the Cashin Building on the Baylor campus. For tickets or table sponsorships, contact Tammy Harden at 254-710-3045 or email her at Tammy underscore Harden at Baylor.edu. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. The start of the college basketball season now less than two weeks away. The Baylor men and women open November 7th in the Farrell Center. The women have an exhibition game Thursday, November 3rd against Southwest Baptist, 7 p.m. in the Farrell Center. For the Bears, pick to win the Big 12 in the preseason poll. Pick number five nationally in the preseason Associated Press poll. They also have first-team All-Big 12 guard Adam Flagler, Coach Scott Drew asked how he has improved over the offseason. Well, Adam, Adam's somebody that uh, uh, we all know he's a great shooter, score, but uh, um, he's going to have an opportunity to show that he can run a team. And uh, uh, we've, we've always had, uh, in, in the last few years, multiple guys that play the point, and uh, that's been effective for us. And so he can play on and off the ball, but he, he really takes care of the ball, and he really uh, uh, does a great job pitching ahead. So in transition, um, he, he doesn't over-dribble. He doesn't hold it. Um, so guys like playing with someone that uh, moves the ball like he does. And coaches like a guy that not only moves it but takes care of it. So he's done both so far. Scott Drew and the Bears opening the new season Monday, November 7th, at home against Mississippi Valley State. Season tickets for Baylor men's and women's basketball available now at BaylorBears.com slash tickets or you can call 254-710-1000. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Game time on ESPN Central Texas, hour two of the program. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. High school football coming up this week. Ward, can you believe we've got a couple of weeks left in the regular season? That is it? Nope. It has flown by, hasn't it? Seems like yesterday we were going, okay, a couple of days until we get to the uh, the opener. Week hmm. one in August. Here it is, week 10 of the 11-week game regular, se- 11 week regular season. And, man, we uh, it's, just, it's just zipped right on by. Unbelievable. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we are preparing for postseason play. Temple, uh, they they uh they're at a are they at home? Yeah, they're at home uh next week, right? Mm-hmm. They got an open date this week. What did Coach Stewart think of an open date this late in the year? He likes it. Time to time to uh sit back, go back to basics, do some blocking and tackling drills, um, and you know, get your legs back underneath you before you make that run. Final game of the year is against Coppers Cove, the the Bulldogs, and that'll be at Wildcat Stadium. Uh, University coming off the win that put them into the playoffs. They 
They now play Pflugerville Conley. Yep, short week. They'll be at Pflugerville Conley Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. So that'll be Thursday night over on Stars, so keep that in mind. And then Friday, Waco will have Cleburne. And uh, as they try to start getting ready for the next uh, next season, they'll play Cleburne and then finish it up with Colleen. So uh, there you go. Now we do have playoff games coming your way, and there may be some <laughs> some shuffling because of uh, basketball and and uh, you know the the basketball season starting. So uh, we'll we'll keep you posted. But uh, I think right now what it looks like is that we're going to have the the playoff run of the West Trojans, the playoff run of the Crawford Pirates, and the playoff run of the Mart Panthers, so uh, as well as the Temple Wildcats and the University Trojans. So, uh, <laughs> and, and oh, by the way, some basketball, some NFL football, and let's don't forget about college football. So, uh, we uh, November is always fun around here, uh, and but we love it, and it's great stuff, and and we hope that uh, you enjoy all of the local uh, content that we bring you. With all of these different playoffs, and, and with those kids deserved to be on the radio. I mean, they're they're making a playoff run, so uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, eight ten. So let's get to the and not that this matters, but it's always fun. It's Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine top uh, top twenty five for six A and top ten for the rest of the uh, the state of Texas. What do we, what do we got, Ryan? Go, go through it, and Ward and I will kind of throw our two cents worth in. So starting in Class 6A, uh, 1 through 8 stays the same with Galena Park North Shore sitting atop the rankings at number 1. DeSoto moved into the top 10 at number 9 after their 25-point win over Cedar Hill. Where's Duncanville? Duncanville is number 3. They're 7-0. and They just okay. defeated Skyline 63 to nothing on Friday night. So Duncanville and DeSoto are both undefeated? Uh, DeSoto's- no, DeSoto's has one loss after last week. Okay, that's okay. Uh, and yeah. it must have been to Duncanville. Was it? DeSoto's loss? Because they stayed in the top ten. I got to believe it was to Duncanville. No, I think they lost to a team out of state, actually. In a, in a non-district game this late in the year? No. Really? Like earlier in the season, they traveled. Oh, okay. To, to, to they work. didn't lose last week. They lost no, earlier no, no. in the year. Okay. So have they? I, I'm trying to get at, has Duncanville and DeSoto played? We got two weeks left in the season. Has Duncanville and DeSoto played? Because... That would be that'd be one you'd want to pay to go see, I think. Yeah. Uh, up in the Metroplex, Duncanville and DeSoto. All right. Uh Ward's looking that up. Go ahead and just keep going through move on to five A Division One. Uh five A Division One. a uh, little bit of movement here actually. Longview still at number one at eight and Uh Alito jumped up to number three after their uh win over Denton Ryan to secure the district championship in District Four, five A Division One there. Uh Lancaster moves up to number four from seven. Uh, Midlothian comes up from nine to six after their tight win over Lake Belton to secure their district championship. Ward, DeSoto and Duncanville play this weekend. Oh, there you go. How about that? There you go. And then uh, two new teams enter five A Division One: Smithson Valley and Anum Consolidated. As College Station drops out after their loss to Georgetown, five A Division Two, one through ten remains the same with Argyle at eight and zero. Uh, South Oak Cliff at number nine. No other local teams aside from that. Class four, Division one. China Spring and Stephenville switch places. China Spring now number one. Stephenville now number two. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Then Brownwood moves in to the top ten after their win over Lubbock. Estacado. Salina stays put at number six. Class four, Division two. 
uh, one through ten remains the same there with Carthage undefeated at nine and zero, sitting at number one. Belleville coming out of the bye week at number five. They're still eight and zero, and then Glen Rose still at number nine after their sixty three to thirteen win over Hillsboro. Now to three division one. This is the crazy one, Tom. This is the completely different shuffle. Grandview drops out at number th- from number three to out of the rankings after their loss to West. Franklin still at number one as they improved to eight and zero after their win over Lorena in the Battle of the State Champions. Malakoff, move, Malakoff moves up to number three. Cameron Yo moves from from eight to six. And then Lorena stays put at number 10. Now to Class 3 Division 2. One through 10 remains the same there, with Gunner at seven and zero. Uh, at number one, Palmer at eight. They're also eight and zero. And then eight and zero, Lexington stays put at number nine. Now to class two A division one. Again, one through ten remains the same there with Hall or excuse me, Timpson eight and zero at number one, Holly at number two, and then Crawford, the Pirates, after their big win over Bosqueville at number three, they are eight and zero. Then Toller at number seven, and Centerville at nine, Coleman at ten. Now to two A division one, a little bit of movement towards the bottom of the rankings here. Mart uh eight and zero at number one, Chilton at number five. And Santo drops after their loss to Collinsville. Granger drops from 9 to 10 after their loss to Chilton. And then number 10, Milano, drops out of the drops out of the rankings entirely after their loss to Bremond. Now in the six-man ranks, Class 1A Division 1, 1 through 10 remains the same there with Abbott at 8-0 sitting at number 1. And then to 1A Division 2, uh, one through five remains the same here with Benjamin at seven and zero, sitting at number one, and then Oglesby at eight and zero coming out of the bye week. They sit at number four. And then the new addition to the rankings there is Bluffdale after their fifty to twelve win over Iredell. And then the private school ranks, both at eleven man and six man, stay the same at one through five. Just a note here: Jason Witten's Ar- Argyle Liberty Christian team at number four there. It's pretty cool to see Bluffdale. Uh, they have not been playing uh, high school football very long. I mean, that used to be a, I believe, a K through eight uh, facility. Now, you know, they've added high school to it. And look, uh, in just a few short years, they are in the uh, in the top ten. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're seven and one, and their only loss on the season is the number two team in Division Two, Cherokee, which is seven and zero. Oh, so. Yeah. Any any surprises for you, Ward, in going through some of that? I, I, and I know you're not a big fan of the of the top ten, but it, it's fun to talk about. Get you talking about high school football. Yeah, I don't I don't see anything that really jumps off the page at me. Um, I I didn't Where's realize. West? That, Where's West? Where's West? Well, I I I don't know. They they probably should be in it, but they don't care. No, I, I'm you know you know what I'd put it on the on the bulletin board. They don't think you're a top ten team mm. because they just went on the road, and I mean they didn't just win the game; they won the football game over Grandview. Yeah, and they got one loss, and that was to the defending state champion Lorena Leopards mm. early in the year, and man, you know. Look, they're going to finish the regular season at nine and one. They are. I mean, just right. They are. <laughs> Again, look at the schedule. They are. Yeah. That that doesn't mean anything to me. Let's let's line up and play. Yeah, I know. I know. They'll be the one seed out of that district. Mm-hmm. So that's all that matters. And I guess yeah, for uh, 
for Coach Woodard's team. But, I mean, if, if you're giving props, then give props, you know, and that team deserves. don't need props. I didn't say they did or didn't. I said if you're going to do it, then do it. Well, and, and West deserves to be a top 10 team. Just way out, th- you know, I can't imagine that a 7-1 and one team, that j- and then the team they beat is still there, right? No, no, no Graham, Graham just gone. Out. They dropped out totally. They, they dropped from three to completely out. Wow! Mm-hmm. But you, you okay? So there you go. You beat the number three team in the state last Friday night, and beat them soundly. Yes. And you're not a top ten team. I don't know. It just bothers me. All right, it's a seventeen minutes after eight. Eight seventeen. If you're going to do it, do it right. Uh, eight seventeen. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business. You can check him out today at alansamuelsdcj.com. You can check out a great selection of new cars and trucks in Central Texas with great deals, great financing. In fact, they've got ten different models that have uh, financing at two point nine percent for seventy two months. So, and four models with zero percent financing for seventy two months. So, check it out. Uh, all this inventory will go fast, so you need to check it out today. They got a great selection of new inventory, superb selection of pre owned, and of course, the award winning service department. It's a complete place. Ted Teague and his staff do a great job. Again, they they not only want to sell you a vehicle, they want to create a relationship that lasts a long time. And, you know, not not just because they want to sell you a car or a truck. They they live in Central Texas, too. They want to make sure that they are taking care of their fellow Central Texans and doing it right. And that's what they do. That's what they strive for. And that's what they accomplish at uh, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Check them out today at allensamuelsdcj.com. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from Baylor soccer coach Michelle Leonard and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, Wednesdays at 7 this fall, here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. 
Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. Really deep conversation on conference (laughs) championships and playoffs and all that good stuff. High school football rankings. And so we pause. (laughs) (laughs) Have a little laugh in your life. <laughs> I, 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 I'm having a hard time just across the room is Ward, and Ward's got this smirk on his face, and he's <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Thanks a lot, uh, Ward. Good morning. I, How are we? I'm good. Did you sell anything yesterday? I did. Okay, great. That's I good. did. That's good news. I did. So, All right. yeah. What are we talking about today? Okay, we're talking about push ball. <laughs> It's a it's a thing. No, it's not. It don't, is. Don't call it a sport, please. It, you're don't running call it a sport. and pushing. It's. Do you even know what it is before you start? No, but I mean, we know what sports. This is a sport. Some this guy. This is named, not a sport. A guy. This named, is an activity. Looks like a sport to me. Running do they keep a lot of things look like a sport? To <laughs> do they keep score? Yes. 
So, add teams and keep score. Yes, yeah, so you have two teams. Yeah. Two goalkeepers and the rest are forwards, backwards, whatever those rings, wings, right wing, left wings. Uh, you play on 140 yards long by 50 yards wide. And you have two goals, and you have a big ball that's like six feet in diam- diameter, and the whole team's pushing, and you got to push it into the goal. If you push it into the goal, you get five points. If you throw it over the goal post, you get eight points. You have two 80 minutes half halves, and it's a thing. See, Ryan's looking it up. He's like all over it. With multiple ambulances on standby for strokes. <laughs> 80-minute halves? Could be. I mean, I'd be saying, let's just do 10 minutes. I'd break a nail out there. But, yeah. So it's basically like the concept of tug of war, but you're just pushing them backwards. Yeah, and you've got one team. Instead of pulling them towards you. Right, you got one team on one side and one on the other, and you kind of you got to want to push that other team out of the way. Well, there's no skill set in that. It's just brute strength. That's skill. It looks fun, though. Looks dangerous. But Ryan, you dangerous. Yeah, you somebody could run over I'm, you. Ryan's got to get out more. Looks fun. I would play that. <laughs> looks dangerous. It does look dangerous, doesn't it? No. No, it doesn't. It looks silly. It looks ridiculous. Well, for a sports activity thing. It's, it's not a sport activity hey, listen, thing. It's a thing. Hey, it's MG thing. out of Massachusetts, he's the one who created the sports. Who did? Eight, MG. M.G.? M.G. Crane. M.G. Crane. Yeah, he's from Massachusetts. He created the sport. In 1891. They didn't have anything to do back then. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Clearly not. I mean, that was like the neighborhood fun, I guess, you know. That was your college sport back then. I wonder why no, 140 yards. They played it at Springfield College, Massachusetts, it says. That's a college. Mm. So you they sure? played it. You sure? That's what the internet said. But yeah, it's kind of. So this is the first intramural sport? <laughs> what? It's what the internet said. It's what the well, internet said. Of course said. it did. And the internet <laughs> doesn't lie. And the internet does not lie. Let's I mean, it has lie. its own Wikipedia page. Well, so sure. it, is, it is a thing. thing. See? But it's a sport. It is not a sport, it's Look, an activity. We could open up our own club here is in the county. We could create one. I couldn't find a league. I was looking. I even went over the ocean to see if they had one in England. You oh. went over the ocean. <laughs> I did. I, I wanted to see, but like, because England has all these words ports. I wanted to see if like they had over it over there. The ocean. I there's a song in there someplace. Over the ocean. That's a song. It I said be. there's a song in there someplace. someplace. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100 miles or more. <laughs> yes. Over the ocean, 100 miles or more. They might have it in Australia. I don't know, but. There's no league. We could start a league. I'll let you be president. You Tom. go right ahead. Mm. Yeah. Have a good time with that. All right, Steph. Thanks. Okay. Have a good day. All go right, sell something. You. All right. All right. Bye. It's 828. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, we're going to talk some baseball. We're going to welcome in Jared Sandler from the Ranger Radio Network. He is going to uh, talk about uh, the uh, World Series, and we'll also get up to date on the new hire for the Rangers in Bruce Bochy. That's coming up next on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They have a great friendship. And in fact, when Bob Knight and Bill Self and whoever, they hated that Scott was rocking the boat. 
What is Baylor doing getting all these recruits? What is happening? You know, Huggins came into the conference and for whatever reason really bonded with Scott. And they have just had this enduring friendship. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, character gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce tip-off luncheon is today, beginning at 11:30 at the Baylor Club. The men's and women's basketball coaches from both Baylor and MCC will preview their season, and Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark will be the featured speaker. New England took a 14-10 second quarter lead, but Chicago scored the next 23 points to beat the Patriots 33-14 on Monday Night Football. Both teams are three and four now in the season. Colts quarterback Matt Ryan suffered a grade two shoulder separation in Sunday's loss to Tennessee. The team has announced that former Longhorn quarterback Sam Alliger will be the starter for the rest of the season. Two Texas teams in action last night. The Rockets picked up their first win at home 114-108 over Utah, while the Spurs beat Minnesota on the road 115-106. The Mavericks are in action tonight at New Orleans. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. And Texas Truck Love of Waco. 8.32, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Let's switch gears, talk a little baseball this morning as we welcome into the program from the Ranger radio team, Jared Sandler. Jared, good morning. Appreciate your time. Rangers hire Bruce Bochy as the 20th full-time manager. Just your overall thoughts on on Bruce Bochy uh, leading this this franchise. It's uh, as much as it can be on October, whatever the date is, it's a a home run hire. Uh, You know, this was – this was their guy, and I, I know we talked was last week, and I don't remember if uh, you know we talked about this specifically, but you know you you entrust organizations to you know make determinations on who the best at this is or who the best hire or free agent target might be, and uh, you know they don't always get the chance to sign the guy that they want most, and they end up signing the guy they wanted second most, third most, fourth most, but. It's always a, a great sign when you get the guy you want and you get the guy you targeted, and that, that's, you know, what happened here. The Rangers targeted Bruce Bochy. I think, you know, it, it'd probably be fair to say the minute that they parted ways with Chris Woodward, Bruce Bochy was the, the apple in their eye. And they knew that they might need to convince him uh, as much as he would need to convince them. And uh, however it all went down, they got the job done. You know, the resume, the skins on the wall, incredibly impressive. Uh, you know, after three years off, can he still manage at the same level he did? Well, that remains to be seen. Uh, but, you know, I think as best as we're able to tell right now, uh, this is a pretty significant hire for the Rangers. And, you know, really, if you look at the franchise's history and the franchise's recent history, they just haven't made hires like this of the managerial position. They've opted for the, you know, the fresh blood. They've opted for the guy who uh, is new. First-time managers, Ron Washington, Jeff Bannister, Chris Woodward. Uh, you know, they really have not had hires like this uh, that have uh, dotted their, their franchise's history when it comes to the, the 20 full-time managers now who have represented this organization. Does this validate the Rangers are serious about moving forward and doing some things in the offseason to bolster this roster? Yeah, and I, I don't think... You know, like I said, uh, I think they did have to convince Bruce Bochy, and you're not convincing Bruce Bochy uh, to come on board a, a ship that just wants to be an 80-85 win team. Now, I think he knows that you know, they might not get from 0-60 to 60 in one offseason uh, in one year. That, you know, there might be another stepping stone year, but uh, I don't think that the type of year the Rangers had this year is anything that Bruce Bochy would consider acceptable. And I don't think he would hop on board if he did not get the sense that this uh, ownership group uh, was committed to spending the money necessary, and that this front office, uh, you know, had the didn't have you know the the vision and the wherewithal to put together a winning team. Uh, I think that the Rangers sold him on that, uh, and I, I don't think the Rangers. I mean. I don't know what the money is, you know, in, in, in baseball, they don't really release the figures for coaches and managerial hires. Sometimes they get uncovered, but Bruce Bochy, I, I can tell you is going to be making a whole lot more than Chris Woodward was. Uh, and I don't know that he is going to be the highest paid manager in baseball, but I bet he's awfully close. And uh, you don't make that sort of an investment unless you mean business. And I think that this, uh, this ownership group, as much as they've been criticized for not spending uh, in the off seasons leading up to last off season, 
I think they showed last offseason what they're capable of doing, and I don't think it stops uh, with the checks that they wrote last offseason. Jared, what can, what can Ranger fans expect? What will this team look like under Bruce Bochy? Will it be an aggressive team? Will it, will it be a team that, that relies on Bruce Bochy's vision, or will it rely on analytics? I mean, what, what do you anticipate fans being able to see when it, when it comes to the product on the field? Yeah, so I think as far as the analytics or, you know, the old school field, the old school, new school, I think both. You know, I, Bruce, he, he wasn't going to yesterday in the press conference say anything other than, yeah, I'm very open to the, you know, the analytics and the advanced stats, and I love that. I mean, he wasn't going to go up there and say, no, I hate it. You know, that <laughs> I, I, I don't know that him saying that means anything. But then when he started using some of the advanced data uh, in conversation, to discuss some of the players on this Rangers team, that to me told me that, yeah, you know, it's not just him, you know, feeding us lines, that he is open to it. Now, uh, I, I think that he is, you know, cut from an old school cloth, and I think that's great. I, I, I don't think, you know, I've said this with you guys before. I, I've always said this. Uh, the only wrong answer to this is is denying the other side. You know, the old school who refuses to uh, accept the new school or the new school who, you know, just denies the old school, those are the losers here. The, the people willing to bring the two together, you know, those are the, the people who are going to have success. And I, I think that, you know, he is going to be in that group. Now, as far as, you know, the aggression, the Rangers over the last decade plus have been one of the most aggressive people, not just in stealing bases, but in going first to third, first to home taking extra bases when the opportunities present themselves. And I think that they're going to do that and, and remain uh, remain that way as long as their personnel allows them to, to be that way. You know, one thing Bruce Bochy talked about was, you know, it's not about his identity. It's not about, you know, how he wants the team to play. Uh, it's about how uh, his best players and, and just his, not just his best players, but how his players' skill set suggest they should play so you know if they had a team uh full of you know mud runners who you know they you know they have no idea uh you know what speed looks like then they're not gonna you know they're not gonna run a lot right now the roster that it seems like they might have is one that you know will have a lot of speed and athleticism and i think that he's gonna try and uh amplify that but the one thing that i think fans I don't know if they'll notice in real time. I think maybe at the end of the year you can point to it and say, yeah, you know what, you're right. This was different. We talked so much about with the one-run losses how this team last year needed to do a better job of learning how to win. Well, what the heck does that mean, right? Like learning how to win. I For a long time I'd hear that, and I never understood what that meant. But, you know, I think I think what it means is, you know, doing the little bit going to make a difference in close games. And it doesn't need to be in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. It might be in the second inning. But I thought that this team last year lacked the ability to execute some of the details. They don't show up in the box score in anything else other than the run column. And that's throwing to the right base. I know that I'm in complex situations, uh, these guys don't always get it right, not just the Rangers, but around the league, throwing to the right base, uh, making good throws, you know, being, being more uh, refined defensively. 
uh, base running, stuff like that. I just think that the details are going to be uh, advanced this year from where they were. Jared, other than spending money in the offseason, what should be the number one priority for the Rangers? Is it starting pitching, and should Clayton Kershaw and Justin Verlander's names be thrown up in the air in that conversation as well? Yeah, I think as far as we'll quickly throw in that while these might not be headline-stealing moves, I think the Rangers are going to make some moves to bring in some veteran leadership uh, to, to help shore up that clubhouse. And it might not be an everyday player. It might not be a top-of-the-order guy. might not be a top-of-the-rotation guy. But I think that's going to be a point of emphasis. Aside from that, yeah, starting pitching, uh, I think that they should absolutely discuss Justin Verlander. I, my guess Verlander will command a contract that maybe doesn't make sense for the Rangers with his age. I think Justin Verlander will make the most sense for a team that is ready to win a World Series right away in 2023. And while the Rangers could go on a run, for sure, I don't know that if they were to honestly look at their timeline, they would say that, yeah, we're all in in 2023. Uh, but Clayton Kershaw is a guy who you know I think would make sense. And you know he might not have several years left in him in either, but I think with Kershaw, you're not going to have to pay as high of a price as Verlander. You're not going to necessarily have to commit to as many years as Verlander. And so even if he is just a one-year deal uh, or a two-year deal, I think it's fine because he's going to improve your rotation. He's going to do it at a little more of a, a friendly contract. He might not make 30 starts. You know, that doesn't seem to be you know, what he's able to do at this stage in his career. But there's also no doubt that, listen, at the end of the day, this is a business. And you uh, you signed Clayton Kershaw, that contract's going to pay for itself within 48 hours of jersey sales and ticket sales, right? He's, he's such a huge name in this area. And it's not like doing that with a guy who can't pitch anymore. He's still really good. So it seems like it makes sense. It's just simply a matter of whether or not Clayton Kershaw wants to, A, keep playing, and if he does, if he wants to keep playing in a uniform other than the Dodgers uniform. I think for Kershaw, the decision is threefold. I either retire, I go back to the Dodgers, or I go to the Rangers. I do not think there is any other team or any other consideration in the mix. I'm going to take you back, uh, Jared, to uh, to Bochy for just a second. What do you think his staff looks like at the end of the day once he puts this thing together? So – I Guys, I think that his staff will look differently next year than it does this year. I think you're going to see a lot of the uh, same faces uh, from last year in the mix next year. I just, you know, the timing of it, the way it works, teams when their season ends, they usually, uh, you know, they, they've got to inform the staff within a couple of weeks whether they want them back. You know, if they do, guys can usually take, uh, you know, a promotional role from a, a, a different organization, but they're usually not allowed at that point to leave for a lateral role. Uh, and so I think a lot of the staff will be back. Obviously, there will be a new pitching coach and a new bullpen coach. Uh, but I think that, you know, Bruce Bochy's staff might take on more of, you know, his identity after this year. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe he falls in love with the guys returning and he says, hey, I don't want to make any changes. As far as pitching coach, you know, a lot of people have asked about Dave Vergetti. Dave Vergetti was 
uh, was with. You know, he actually predated Bochi in San Francisco in a coaching role, uh, and they did so much together, and, and it's such a great relationship. But Dave Rigetti hasn't coached since 2017. I don't know if he's going to be the uh, the next pitching coach, but uh, I do believe that whomever it is, and, and I don't know that I have a list of names that I could rattle off other than just throwing out names to sound I don't really have any insight uh, other than to say uh, I think that those conversations have already been had. I think that when Bruce Bochy met with Chris Young, uh, his ability to, to have a, a heavy hand in, in picking out the pitching coach was discussed. And I think that this pitching coach hire will be as much a Bruce Bochy hire as a Chris Young hire. All right, final thought for you here, and we'll let you go. Uh, Astros, Phillies, World Series begins on Friday. Uh, just a, a word about the, the series itself, and then talk a little bit about Houston and, and their run to, to the World Series. 7-0 and in postseason play. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'll start with the Astros so I can get that out of the way. I, they're, they're so good. Um, I know that you probably – you guys have listeners in that area who are big Astros fans, so I apologize in saying that I – I absolutely hate the Astros, but um, I'm not a clown to where I can't recognize that uh, this has been the the most successful, best-run organization in baseball over the last, uh, I guess we can say since 2017, if you want to discard the the cheating stuff. But just as far as at the end of the day, the objective wins and losses, they've been incredible. I mean, in the American League, they've set the standard. You can argue, you know, who's been more successful, Astros or Dodgers, uh, but the Astros, what they've done is remarkable. And, you know, the longevity is what's insane. You know, when a team is building uh, like the Rangers are, eventually they get to the point where you look and you smile and you say, man, this team's going to be good for a long time. But the window is never open as wide as you expect it to be. I mean, take the Cubs when they won the World Series. We thought that was going to be one of multiple World Series appearances for the Cubs. Forget winning the World Series. They haven't sniffed the World Series since. That window shut really quickly. The Astros' window has remained open and appears to be open as wide now as it was back in 2017. It's And they've done it with a little bit of an identity shift. They've gone from a team that just absolutely will kick your butt at the plate to a team that is unreal on the mound. I mean, it, it's it's remarkable what they've done. And unfortunately for the Rangers, they're not going anywhere. And neither are the Mariners. And that's going to make things tough. It's going to make things interesting and could make things fun. Uh, As far as the World Series, I do think that the Phillies will be Houston's toughest test. Uh, I know that might seem obvious to people, but I would contend that in a team's World Series run, their toughest opponent is not always their World Series opponent. Uh, I think that, for instance, the Mariners were a way tougher matchup for the Astros and that's not just because they swept the Yankees they swept the Mariners too uh, but the Yankees are a mess uh, the Phillies are they're the hot hand here you know they're the Braves from last year they're the team that uh, you know it, it didn't always look like they were going to be in this spot they made a managerial change but their lineup is incredibly impressive and incredibly deep the question is for the Phillies they've got to maximize Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola starts because I don't trust Ranger Suarez against the Astros. And then when they go with the bullpen game, I don't know that I trust that either. So they've got to get great starts out of Wheeler and Nola. Uh, If they can do that, then I think this is going to be a series that goes six or seven games. My bias 
tells me that I, you know, I, I'm going to pick the Phillies. But I think at the end of the day, if I had to use my head and not my heart, I, I still think the Astros eat this out. Their bullpen, their rotation, their lineup, they're, they're the deeper, more balanced team. But I do think that they uh, that this series will go six or seven games. Man, Jared, it's always uh, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Have, have a great day. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Take to you soon. That's Jared Sandler talking baseball with us from the Ranger broadcast team. It's uh, 849. This is game time presented by Alan Samuels. And we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. Right now is the time. Morrison's Gifts has got the, the layaway program ready for you. And uh, so when you start thinking about those holiday gifts and, man, it's time and, and you want to buy some really nice gifts and you want to pay it out and you, you don't want to be stressed about money, well, then go by and talk to the folks at Morrison's Gifts about that layaway program. You can spread those payments out and you are going to be a hero at Christmas time. You can choose from John Hart and Consuela Banks, totes, purses. Uh, they've got uh, over, uh, well, they got jelly cat plush animals and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items, and man, you can uh, you could do it at, at Morrison's Gifts, and again, they'll they'll put it in a layaway program. You can pay it out, and then when you get to Christmas time, you're uh, you're more concerned about watching the, those bowl games and and going to the parties and the food and all that fun stuff because you got you already got all your Christmas shopping done. So check them out today. It's Morrison's Gifts. It's a Baylor alumni-owned business. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive that's right next to Jason's Deli. You're going to love doing business with our friends at Morrison's Gifts. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. And in motion, Lamb under center rush, handoff, Elliott, big hole. Only heard here. To the five, touch left for the pylon. All season. Walk the dog. Touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Chicago Bears. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Bears, Sunday morning at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird, Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird, Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, 
you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home call 254-749-6069 royal pizza in clifton is sure to whet your appetite serving the best pizza around check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme twice the cheese twice the pepperoni royal pizza also serves pasta specialty calzones salads and don't forget the wings open monday through thursday to nine friday saturday till 10 sundays till seven and on friday night home football games are open until midnight dine in call in for pickup or they will deliver royal pizza located at 602 south avenue g in clifton citizen state bank is excited about central texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities citizens has 10 branches to serve you including buffalo centerville clifton dawson grosbeck hubbard itasca teague west and whitney If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 8.55. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. I did not realize this, Ward, but uh, on on this date in history, October the 25th, back in 1986, you with me? That was the night that the ground ball went through the legs of Bill Buckner. How about that? On this date in history, 1986, leading to a Mets come from behind victory. Mm-hmm. I believe that was game six, wasn't it? Because there was a seventh game. I I Uh, think so. Yeah. I uh, think they could have closed it out with that. Yes. Well, it says, yeah, and it did. It pushed the World Series to a decisive seventh game. You know, so many people put that World Series loss on Buckner. Mm -hmm. But there was another game the next night, and you didn't get it done then either. So you had a chance. Yeah, but, but you were it's going kind of like it. Nelly Cruz. If he'd have caught the fly ball, we yeah, no doubt. I don't even bring it. Why'd you bring uh, that up? Well, Why'd you bring that up? Because I was having a good morning. Yeah, well, Nelly. Nelly's your favorite player. Catch the stinking ball. Hit right <laughs> to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. About. Ah, uh, never mind. Ah, uh, let's see. One other quick baseball note I thought was kind of interesting. In '73, on this date in history, in '73, the Cubs traded. Fergie Jenkins to the Rangers. Mm-hmm. 
And this is one I just, wow. You just kind of go, wow. Uh, the San Francisco Giants traded three-time home run champion Willie McCovey to the San Diego Padres. McCovey had been in the Giants organization since 1959. And wow. they showed him the door in 73. How about that? Traded him to the Padres. All right. But interesting. I, I just I saw, you know, I was just looking through some of the things that happened on this date in history, and I saw that, and then I saw the uh, the, the Bill Buckner thing. Mm. Interesting. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Don't forget, John's coming up at 3. Matt Mosley's here at 4. We're back tomorrow morning at 7. For Ward and for Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.